Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts. Especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributor. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. My name is Martha, and I am a pilgrim, and it is a joy to be with you all this morning, bright and sunny. And as Mark mentioned, um, we have an ease to gather. We have a privilege of not having to ask the question that our brothers and sisters did around the world. Um, you probably heard in the news uh, that there was a shooting at a mosque in Christchurch, New Zealand on Friday, right during their midday prayers. And in this process, I've learned that Friday prayers are special and unique because they believe uh, that uh, Adam was created on the sixth day on Friday. And so God hears their prayers differently, especially on Friday. So the extra insult in this whole scenario. And then that news traveled around the world with the dawn. New Zealand is on the front end of the international dateline. And so in every time zone around the world, Muslims had to choose, am I safe today going to worship? And I saw on Twitter and on Facebook, over and over people said, you will not shut us down with fear. We will go and pray, we will go and worship. And one woman said, but how do we send prayers when we are shot while doing so? On Friday afternoon here, there was an interfaith gathering at the Muslim Educational Trust down the road in Beaverton. And um, by providence, by grace, by chance, uh, I was informed of that at about 12.30 when I was meeting with um, some members of the Jewish community that are curious about our space. I had a lovely hour with the three of them, and then as they were departing, they said, did you know there's this interfaith gathering? And so I shifted what was on my plate and went over to the Muslim Educational Trust, first time ever, in a building with different writing on the walls for me. But I recognized people of faith. I recognized um, that it was the most earnest and loving and intentional space I'd ever been a part of. People of every skin tone and the variety of head coverings in the room. Jewish, Muslim, Arab, Sikh. It was, it was holy. 
but I heard a lot of words that day. Uh, many people had a, had, a, had a word to share for a three or four minute. And it was a good sign of solidarity. And I didn't know what to expect, but it wasn't a place of lament and grief. It was a place of proclaiming love and condemning hate. But what caught me, and I thought, what is, what is my space here as a Quaker, as a Christ-following Quaker? And toward the end, um, a priest of I'm not sure which Protestant, I'm assuming, stripe, said something that caught me, that he was there to represent the voice of lament because it was the Protestant tradition, the Christian scriptures, which have shaped white supremacy. And I realized that's me too. I'm a white woman in this room and I'm a Christian and I use the same Bible as holy text as the white supremacists, the white nationalists. And so I grieve and I wanted to make space for lament for us as people who largely look like the people who have written the history and have won and have conquered and have colonized. I also kept hearing the words senseless or unspeakable on Friday which are true when we don't have language for our grief. And yet I thought that it is sensical to someone. If I declare that this ideology of white supremacy is senseless, is insane, it might be to me, but there's a coherence to someone. And if I declare it senseless, then I am rejecting their humanity. and I'm avoiding my own complicity as a white person who has benefited from systems built to privilege me. Because honestly, I can find sense. I can find words for the unspeakable if I'm honest with my own desire for self-protection, in fear, in scarcity, And my only hope is the God who we worship, who says you don't have to be run by fear anymore or scarcity. The God who made every human being in their image. The things we believe as Quakers, that each person is valuable, regardless of where you come from, what you look like, what you are able to do or the way in which you worship. All are image bearers and we each have our slice and our angle of the divine, the eternal. And harming any human being harms God.
I condemn the ideology of white supremacy, and I plead for the mercy of God on the humans who hold the ideology, because they are image bearers too. And if I reject them, then I reject something about myself. My hope is in the heart of God, the heart of love. And to that end, uh, our texts today are Psalm 27 and 84, read from a book called Psalms for Praying by Nan Merrill. Psalm 27, incidentally, is um, one of the texts in the lectionary today that Christ followers around the globe are using in their worship. And I can't read 27 without thinking of 84, so we're doing both of them. So as we grieve the loss of our brothers and sisters and the fear that um, is trying to divide us, would you hear the hope? And as the stories come out, um, hold, hold this hope as we hear stories of the people, the 49 people who've lost their lives and the many other lives who will be affected. But one story I heard was um, the man at the door the, the 71-year-old 70, grandfather at the door welcoming, and he said, come in, brother, to the shooter, and he died. His last words were, come in, brother. I know he is a brother of mine. Psalm 27. Love is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Love is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When fears assail me, rising up to accuse me, each one in turn shall be seen in love's light. Though a multitude of demons rise up within me, my heart shall not fear. Though doubts and guilt do battle, yet shall I remain confident. One thing have I asked of love that I shall ever seek that I might dwell in the heart of love all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of my beloved and to know love's plan. For I shall hide in love's heart in the day of trouble, as in a tent in the desert, away from the noise of my fears. And I shall rise above my struggles, my pain, shouting blessings of gratitude in love's heart and singing melodies of praise to my beloved. Hear, O oh my beloved, when I cry aloud, be gracious and answer me. You have said, seek my face. My heart responds, your face, my beloved, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. Do not turn from me, you who have been my refuge. Enfold me in your strong arms, O oh blessed one. Though my father and mother may not understand me, you, my beloved, know me and love me. Teach me to be love as you are love. Lead me through each fear. Hold my hand as I walk through valleys of illusion each day that I may know your peace. 
I believe that I shall know the realm of heaven, of love, here on earth. Call upon the beloved. Be strong and trust in the heart's courage. Trust in the power of love, the beloved's unconditional and everlasting love for you. And Psalm 84, I probably said 81 earlier, 84. How glorious is your dwelling place, O blessed architect of the universe. My soul longs, yes, aches for the abode of the beloved. All that is within me sings for joy to the living heart of love. Even as the sparrow finds a home and the swallow a nesting place where its young are raised within your majestic creation, you invite us to dwell within your heart. Blessed are they whose hearts are filled with love, who sing praises to you with grateful hearts. Blessed are they who put their strength in you, who choose to share the joy and sorrows of the world. They do not give way to fear or doubt. They are quickened by divine light and power. They dwell within the peace of the Most High. They go from strength to strength and live with integrity. O oh, eternal lover, hear my prayer. Give ear, O oh, divine comforter. Forgive what is unholy within me. Free me from my illusions. For a day within the heart of love is more to be desired than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a servant in your dwelling place than live in riches among those who know not love. For the beloved is as radiant as the sun, as strong as a steel shield, and invites each one to come to partake of the banquet. Who will accept the goodness of love? Who will seek for spiritual treasure? O loving creator of the universe, blessed are all who put their trust in you. They bless the world. Where do you see the heart of love these days? Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We're really happy that so many of you are finding it to be helpful and as a way to stay connected with what's going on with us here at West Hills Friends. If you'd like to stay connected with us in other ways, we have a couple options for you. You can check out our website. It's westhillsfriends.org. There you'll find some more information about who we are as a community. You can also follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook account by just searching for West Hills Friends. You can also follow us on Instagram. We have a Instagram account with the name West Hills Friends. So we hope that you'll get connected with us in other ways. And again, thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast.